0: Ezekiel chapter 16. I'm going to read beginning with verse number one. And while you're turning to your Bibles or through your Bibles, uh, I hope that you will be here with us tonight for a great service. And uh, I don't know what all God is going to do, but I know it's going to be good. Amen. 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 So thankful for The presence of God. Ezekiel chapter 16 and verse number 1. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. And say, thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan, Thy father was an Amorite, and thy mother a Hittite. And as for thy nativity, in the day that thou wast born, thy navel was not cut, neither wast thou washed in water to supple thee. Thou wast not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. None eye pitieth thee, "...to do any of these unto thee, to have compassion upon thee, but thou wast cast out in the open field to the loathing of thy person in the day that thou wast born." Not a very promising beginning. Not a very beautiful picture, but you've got to keep reading that's the way the Word of God is. you got to keep reading. Because verse number 6 said, And when I passed by thee, and saw thee polluted in thine own blood, I said unto thee, When thou wast in thy blood, Live. Yea, I said unto thee, When thou wast in thy blood, Live. Amen. Say that one word with me right now. Live. Come on now. Say it with some meaning. Live. Live. Not once but twice did God speak over this child that represented a nation and a people. And He spoke a word of mercy. And that word of mercy made all the difference in the world. I want, to, I want to just use as a subject this morning a mandate of mercy. God bless you. You may be seated. There is no more pitiful image that could be presented to the human mind than is presented here in Ezekiel the 16th chapter. God is dealing with Israel about where they are and where they need to be. And in order for God to bring them to that place, He had to take them back. He had to go back to their beginning. He had to go back to where it all started. And remind them of where it all Does anybody here this morning remember where it all began with you and God? Does anybody here remember the condition you were in when God began to deal with you? Where were you when He found you? When we look at this picture, we are taken back by the cruelty and the inhumanity. And we could not imagine anything worse. But the truth is, many of us came from backgrounds that are no more pretty and that are no more attractive. And so he places before them a picture of themselves. And it is almost more than... The mind can imagine the human cruelty. A newborn baby still in the blood of childbirth. The navel cord has not been cut, which means it had not been properly cared for. It had not been washed or cleansed of the residue of birth. It had not been salted or treated as a newborn. It had not been swaddled, which simply means there had been no tenderness in that moment of birth. And it was then cast aside by the highway and lying there by the side of the road exposed to All of the elements and ready to be trodden under foot of man was a baby. Discarded like an old rag and done away with as nothing of any value. Abandoned by those who should have loved it. Left to die. Forsaken and forgotten. And yet in spite of all of that, the indication from scripture is that in spite of the ill treatment, this baby was still struggling to survive. This baby was still kicking and breathing and moving and lurching about as only a newborn could do. In spite of what had happened to it, it was trying to live. It was trying to stay alive. But the odds were against it. The odds were stacked against it. For one thing, it could not help itself. And for another, it was far too young to do anything meaningful for its own life. And so in that situation, in in that setting, the Lord appeared and God began to work. Against the odds and against the setting that was there, God steps into that situation and I am so thankful that God did. Because that is in truth what God did for my life and for your life. When we had been left by the road or we had been forsaken by others, God stepped into our lives And when we could not help ourselves, the Lord stepped in to do what we could not do. I am so thankful this morning that He passed by. Hallelujah. Is there anybody here thankful that God passed by your way one day? Come on, are you really thankful that He came by where you were and the condition that you were in? And so He came, not only passing by, but He sees as He passes by. That means that He noticed. He didn't just go as others, but He stopped and looked. When life has defiled you, and when life has hurt you, when life has left you alone, the promise of the Word is that He sees me. He knows me. That is encouraging to me this morning because it tells me that he is looking, that God is paying attention, that he is not such a big God and such a lofty God that he could not care about me and my situation. Others may not care Others may have written me off, and others may have walked away from me, and others may have forsaken me, but He was there, and He was looking. Hallelujah. He will always be there, and He will always have eyes that see. Looking for that one who is down, looking for the one life, That has been roughed up and treated wrong. That one who has been forgotten and forsaken. The one that is lost and the one who is abandoned. That one who is alone this morning. He sees you and he knows you. He saw the struggling infant wallowing in its helplessness. Life was hanging in the balance at that moment of time until God ordained life and God ordained its survival. And when God saw, God had to speak. It's something amazing about the Lord is that when God sees a situation, He is not simply going to look away and walk away, but God is going to say something about what He sees. And the Bible says this in verse 6, But I saw thee. I saw thee. I said unto thee. I just come this morning to tell somebody sitting in this congregation that that God has something to say about your situation. I don't care how helpless it may seem and... I don't care how impossible your situation is. I'm telling you this morning that God has something to say about where you are, about what you're going through, and about what life has done to you. God has something to say. And in contrast to Israel's helplessness stood God's omnipotence, ready to work and ready to help. It was a word of grace that bid the outcast to live. A word of mercy that prophesies a better outcome than things appeared. It's good to know that when things are not looking good for my life, God can change that situation by one simple word. God can turn the tide in my life. By one single word. He doesn't have to speak a sentence. He doesn't have to give me a paragraph. He doesn't even have to give me a book. All God has to do is say one word. And that one word is powerful enough to get you out of the dilemma that you might be in at that particular moment. That the Word of God is strong enough To take on anything that is against you at this moment. That needs to sink into your head right now. God can speak one word. How many times has life been ready to run you over until God said? How many times has life tried to tuck you away in the tomb and roll a stone over it until God said? Come forth. How many times in your life and mine have we been at what looked like the end of the road? We didn't have enough money. We didn't have enough talent. We didn't have any other way we didn't have a means to get where we needed to go and into that desperate situation God steps in and when God steps in he comes to say something to change your situation and change the problem that you are dealing with somebody needs to hear this simple preacher this morning and understand that God has a word for your situation whatever that situation might be and i also want you to know that when god speaks i don't care what is against you and i don't care what your situation is and i don't care how hopeless it is and how impossible it may seem when god speaks it's going to change i said when god speaks it's going to change no matter how impossible it may seem no matter how impossible it may appear, when He speaks, all of the devils in hell cannot keep you in that tomb. When He said, Lazarus, come forth, death did not have enough string. It did not have enough chain. It did not have enough locks. It didn't have enough doors. There weren't enough corridors. There weren't enough rooms far enough away to keep that body from coming out of that grave. Hallelujah. There is power in the voice that cries, Come forth. There is promise in the voice that cries, Arise, take up thy bed. There is a future in the word, Live. Say it with me. Live, 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 live. I want to tell you this morning that all that life has done to you, listen to me. God, gave me this early this morning and I gotta get it to somebody today. I've come to help you understand that all that life has done to you in your life is not enough to stop what his word can do in your life at this moment. Nothing that life has done to you, nothing that life did to you as a child can, can can be put down, it can be overcome by the power of His Word. Whatever life has done to you, however badly life has treated you, however much you have been hurt, however much you have been ill-treated, however evil men have been to you, do you hear me this morning? however evil men, however abusive life may have been to you, there is nothing that life has done to you that could not be overcome by the power of His Word. Nothing. Somebody said, well, Brother Hughes, it's just a genetic thing with me. Your genetic isn't strong enough. To stop the power of His Word. Well, Brother Hughes, it's just in my DNA. I'm here to tell you that His Word is more powerful than your DNA. I'm here to tell you, even though you may be surrounded by drugs or surrounded by alcohol or surrounded by immorality and life says of you, you're going to die, His Word has something different to say about that. His Word can change that setting and His Word can make a difference for your eternity and mine. How many times have people said, Brother Hughes, I've got a habit I'm not an alcoholic, I'm not a drug addict, but I've got a habit that I just can't seem to break. And I'm here to tell you that there is no habit that has a hold of you, past, present, or future. There is no moral failure that you have had in your life. There is no bad decision that you've made in your life. They say of you that you're ours. They might say of you, you'll never get out of this. They might say of you, you're bound by this. They might say of you, that's who you are. But I've come to tell you that there's nothing that life has done to you that the power of God's Word cannot overcome in your life. I don't care what it is, abuse or mistreatment or hatred or the lack of love or the lack of compassion in your life or the lack of care that you receive the power the power of God's Word can overcome all of that in your life. Hallelujah! Somebody better believe that because that's your only way out of the dilemma you're in right now. The only way you're going to get out of that mess that you're in right now is to believe what God's trying to say over your life right now. And that word he says is live. Live. Live in spite of your problem. Live in spite of your habits. Live in spite of your setbacks. Live in spite of your heartbreak. Live in spite of your mistakes. Live in spite of all the mess that life has produced in you. And you live because i said you could live hallelujah come on clap your hands with me and oh, yes. I want you to understand this morning listen to me that mercy wills things for you that are better than your circumstances can offer you. Mercy wills something for you. Mercy wills for you a better life. Mercy wills for you a brighter future. Mercy wills for you a a personality and a mind that is not tormented by past mistakes and past failures and past troubles, and all of the stuff that goes with that. Mercy, 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 mercy. Mercy. Mercy says live. Mercy says live. Mercy says get up. Mercy says come on. Mercy says you're better than that. Mercy says you can get over that. Mercy said you can rise above that. Mercy says you are better than that. Mercy says you can go on. Mercy says you can get over it, whatever it is that you have had to face in your life. Hallelujah. Oh, God, if I could help somebody understand this morning that mercy desires things for you that are better than your family tree had to offer. Some of us didn't come from the best background. Some of us have had some hard knocks. Some of you have been through abuse. Some of you have been through neglect. Some of you have been abandon in your life. And you still struggle with that. You, you struggle with what it's done to your identity. You struggle with what it's done to your thinking. But I've come to tell you that mercy has a command for you. And that command is live. No matter what has happened to you, no matter what life has done to you, no matter how ill it has treated you, no matter how unfair life has been, the mandate of mercy is that you would rise up and live, that you would believe what God is trying to speak into your life right now and understand that it's more than just a Sunday morning sermon. It's not just another exercise in futility. It's not some cute little thing that the preacher puts out to entertain us. But it's really a word from the Lord that God saw you. He saw you in your blood. He saw you in your mess. He saw you in the unpleasantness of your situation. And he said you know what? I can do something about that. I can change this situation. I can do something to alter the future of that person. They don't have to keep living like that. They don't have to keep Being like that, you don't have to live oppressed by that. You can overcome it. You can rise above it. You can get past it if you'll just hear what His Word is trying to say to you this morning. Hallelujah. Reach over and take somebody by the hand right now and speak with me. Lord, help them to understand what Your Word is saying into their life right now. Help them to understand mercy's mandate. Help them to hear and receive and believe mercy's mandate, mercy's command, mercy's offer, mercy's option. Oh, hallelujah! Ah oh, hallelujah! 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 Praise God. You know, I know it's an option for you today. You don't have to do it. If you want to die, you can die. You know what I've discovered about the Lord? You listen to me. He can save me from my sin, but He cannot save me from myself. I don't care how much blood He shed at Calvary... I don't care how many stripes he had laid on his back. I don't care what kind of agony he went through to make sure that you and I could be free. If I allow myself... I can become my own worst enemy. I can do against everything God's trying to do for me. I can fight against everything God's trying to bring into my life to help me. And the truth is, some of us don't need a devil. We're bad enough as it is because we're our own worst enemy. If we if we never saw another devil, we wouldn't be lost because of the devil. We'd be lost because of us. We would be lost because we've never learned how to tell ourselves no. We'd be lost because... We've never learned how to say yes to Him. I completely surrender to You. Not just part of my life, but all of my life. I yield to You. Hallelujah. Mercy. Mercy gives the option this morning. If you want to get out, you can get out. When life says you can't, there's a word from mercy that says otherwise. Here is a word from mercy that can release you. It can revive you, it can reclaim you, it can restore you. Mercy offers something to you that is better than what life has offered you. Amen. He spoke when they were in the worst of ways. The Bible said he saw her he saw the child when it was yet in its blood, the most defiled way a child could be seen. He spoke when things were at their worst no more deplorable conditions when life was defiled and tainted and dishonored and over the saddest of situations He speaks the most needed word. Live. 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 Beaten down, but live. Forgotten, but live. Forsaken, but But live. Abandon, but live. Oh, God, help me today to get somebody to understand. That there's an option out of your situation and the Word is live He speaks it over your problem He speaks it over your hurt He speaks it over your brokenness He speaks it over your mistakes He speaks it over your troubles He speaks it over your hopelessness He speaks it over your life this morning And that Word is live 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 Live. 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 It's good to know that He knows what to say over my life when I am in the worst way. He knows what to say over my dilemma, my hurt, my suffering. He knows what I need to hear at a moment like this more than anything else. That life is still possible. That death and failure have not won. That my mistakes have not conquered. Hallelujah. That my mess-ups have not been the makeup of my life. That our mistakes have not made us. But we can rise above even those present mistakes and live. When life has tried to kill you, when circumstances have tried to bury you, and when situations have struck you down, God has a word. And that word is live. Everybody say it with me. Live. Live. Say it over your own life right now. Live. You know what? In spite of the hurt of what you're going through right now, in spite of the turmoil in your family, in spite of the turmoil on your job, in spite of the turmoil with your kids, speak that word over your life this morning. That word that echoes the sentiments of mercy. Live. 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 The word in the Hebrew has a multitude of meanings. One of them means to resuscitate or to revive. That means to get your breath back. It means to regain something that's been taken away from you. To live means to have life. Not the physical existence, but the quality of existence. There's more to breathing in in life than just breathing. You have to have purpose in your life. And the word that he spoke was not just breath. It was purpose. It was meaning. It was an end that could be expected. In the place of your sorrow, in the place of your death, in the face of all the odds, he says, live To live prosperously. Everybody say prosperously. Amen. That word prophesies a better future than your past. And a better tomorrow than your today. And it speaks that there is going to be a better day. Amen. I've come to the end of it this morning. But I've come to tell somebody that God doesn't want you to die in your dilemma. He doesn't want you to give up. He doesn't want you to get down so far that you cannot get up. God has come today to help you get up, get on your feet. God has helped you to get hold of one word that can make a difference this whole next week. That every time your past screams out at you, you can't get away from me. Every time your past whispers in your ear, you're a mistake. You're, you're, you're a failure. Every time those things come creeping in to taunt and haunt you, God has given you one word that you can turn and speak over those things and say, you know what? I'm going to live. I'm going to live. I'm going to live in spite of my mistakes. You know what I figured out about some people in life? They don't want you to get over they don't want you to get better because they like having you in that place. And when you get to the place where you start deciding, you know what, I'm not going to live like this anymore. I'm not going to be this kind of person. I, I'm not going to keep that kind of attitude in my life. I'm not going to keep being that mean person that I, I'm sick of that, of this, this attitude that prevails in my life. I want to be better than that. When they see that happen, they're going to do everything they can to put roadblocks. But every time they put a roadblock, you need to pull this word out, live. You know what? I'm better than this. I'm not going to be that kind of. I'm not going to be that gossipy person that I have been. I, I, I'm not going to be that shallow, callous person that I was. I, I, I'm not going to be that mean, vindictive person that I used to be. I, I'm not going to be that sarcastic, cutting, snipey person that that I have been. I I made up my mind. I'm getting somewhere. I see some of you smiling right now. Oh yeah, I'm going to keep beating the bush until I get where you are and then I'm going to get through. But I've come to tell somebody this morning there's a Word that's better than your circumstance and there's a Word that's more powerful than anything that life has done to you and that's His Word. Amen. Stand with me right now. It's the power of this same Word that helps us survive today. Amen. It helps us survive, to live.